Hello and welcome to Crypto CFOs. My name is Taylor Zork, and today we're going to talk about cold storage wallets. So I've alluded to this a little bit in previous uh, course videos, but cold storage wallets are what I what I use most often because I feel like it's the best balance between um, convenience and security. When you use a a cold storage wallet like a Trezor or a Nano, a Ledger Nano S or X or whatever you can attach them to already existing hot wallets. Like if you have a MetaMask account, account, for example, you can add an already generated uh, public key that you have from a, from a Nano or whatever, and you can attach it to that MetaMask account so that when you want to process trades on like Uniswap or something like that, you just go through your MetaMask plugin, you select the hardware wallet, and then once you're attached to that DEX, you, you, you do whatever you'd like to do. You hit send, and then it comes up on your device, and you click accept if, if it's a valid transaction. Now, I'll get into more detail on how these function and how they keep your, your uh, crypto safe. But for me, I'm mostly doing my crypto-related activity on my desktop, so it's not a huge convenience uh, drain on me. Now, when I do go out to dinner and I want to use it, I do use a hot wallet in those instances, but cold storage wallets, if you're on desktop, they're really not a big barrier um, to, to, to using cryptocurrency. So let's jump into more detail on, on how these work and what they can do. So a cold storage wallet, also known as a cold wallet, is a type of crypto wallet that is not connected to the internet. So that's the difference between hot and cold, right? Hot is connected to the internet, cold is not. So this means it's much less vulnerable to hacking attempts. So as I alluded to, there are physical devices that act as cold storage. So you can use Ledger Nano S, Ledger Nano X, they have a bunch of different products, Trezor as well. The main difference between those two companies, Trezors is open source, uh, Ledgers is closed source, but neither of them have, have had significant uh, security issues with the devices themselves. Now, there are other companies that offer these. I'm just bringing to your attention the major ones, um, the, the most dominant ones in the space, but there are other reputable companies that create these devices. Now, if you're purchasing a cold storage wallet, always purchase from the manufacturer, never purchase from a third party because there's a chance that the device that you're receiving could have been opened and the seed phrase could have been recorded already. So always buy from the manufacturer. So alluding to that, so each of these devices come with either a 12 or a 24 word seed phrase that secures the access to the private keys. And the keys themselves are stored on the physical device. So I've talked mostly so far about these cold storage devices that are created by companies, but you could do the same thing where you didn't have a, a wallet interface and you just generated private keys to a wallet. You could store those private keys offline on a piece of paper or on a USB drive that, that you know, and when it's not connected to your computer, it's now in cold storage. So as long as you don't have a plugin or a browser plugin that's connected to the internet, this would still be considered a cold storage wallet. It's a bit more analog doing it that way. And it's nice to have the convenience of an actual physical device, but these are all options for the same sort of outcome of security. Now, 
the main security advantage, as I started to talk about before, is that you have a 12 20 to 24 word seed phrase that secures your private keys. And no one can access your funds unless they have that, or they have the physical device and the device's passcode. So they only have three attempts on the ledger. I'm not sure what the, the attempt number is on Trezor, but I think it's similar to guess your six to eight digit passcode, but they would have to guess that in three attempts to, and have the physical device in order to um, steal your funds. So it's a much greater level of, of security than a hot wallet because a hot wallet, anyone can, can get in on a keylogger or malware or whatever. And if they gain access to your, your laptop, your system or whatever, they can then access your hot wallet. So cold storage is generally advantageous to someone uh, to use instead of a hot wallet when the main priority is security. So cold storage wallets, as we've alluded to, are not connected to the internet, making them much less susceptible to cyber attacks. And it makes them ideal for storing larger amounts of crypto that you're not moving all the time. Now, the trade-off between convenience and security is, is still there. So if you are going around and paying vendors, like we talked about with the hot wallet, hot wallets are much better because you can just you know open them up, unlock your device, and pay the vendor. Whereas with a cold storage device, you would need to, some of them connect via Bluetooth, but I've had trouble with the connectivity and the functionality with mobile devices. But there is another barrier to, to using your funds. So generally, these are kind of like, I would say that cold storage is, is where that is a minimal for enterprise use. You definitely want to, if you're using these in a business function, you definitely want to have them secured via cold storage because you're not going to be walking around and making payments like that. If you are, maybe you have a separate hot wallet that has much less funds in it. But in general, you almost always want to see at least at a bare minimum, a cold storage wallet in an enterprise uh, environment. See you next time. Take care. Bye.